Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Broadcasting live today from Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. Very exciting things going on uh, today. We will get to that. Austin Horton producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. Gordon Monson, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Hope you're doing uh, as well as you look. I'm, I'm, I'm upright, yeah. <laughs> I got out of bed this morning. Did you? Yeah, we're good. Uh, which side of the bed? Uh, the wrong one. Oh, yeah? Started out rough? Yeah. Oh, man, I had a rough morning. Yeah, just uh, just I- issues with the, the three-year-old and getting ah, the day started. You yeah. know, one of those, uh, one of those types well, of things. Well, that's your but, life. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. Weather's nice. You're looking very uh, summery today. You went with a light blue color scheme. Yeah, yeah. But I got uh, I got these on. This is the second time I've worn these shoes, so I'm feeling good, you know. Reebok pumps. <laughs> Tell the people what they are. Uh, what's that uh, Chinese brand that Gordon Hayward rep- represents? <laughs> Not I think that. It's one of those. Not that. No, these are my J3s, man. My I got two pair of these. This is uh, that's what happens when you have a relative who happens to work for the for the Jordan brand. Magic Johnson J. Those Bucks shoes? No. No? Okay. Did he uh, wear cons? Uh, I don't know. No. Well, I think uh, Nike owns cons. Converse, too, if no, I'm not mistaken. Cons? You're, you're That's what we the, called them back in the, the day. Shoe lingo? <laughs> you're on. a shoe guy now? No, I'm just old you, enough. You weren't, you weren't satisfied with car guy? No, now you're a no. shoe guy? <laughs> and, of course, he likes the cons because that was what Magic sold. Uh, no, well, so did Larry Bird. How do you know I'm not... Uh, because you're not a Celtics fan. <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan. <laughs> you guys Debatable. are so full of it. L-A-K-E-R-S. Okay. See, back in the day when I was uh, uh, up and coming, everybody wore uh, Chuck Taylors, you know, Converse Chuck Taylors All-Stars. And it, it, that's what everybody wore. Uh, well, some people wore Pia Flyers and a few wore Keds or whatever. But then, uh, then all of a sudden – the leather shoes came in, and that's when everybody started flipping. I see. Uh, we mentioned we're here at Premier Wave Therapy, Gordon, and this is uh, exciting for a variety of reasons. It is. Uh, it is day number one. This is their grand opening. We are a part of it. We are here on day one, Gordon, and that means that uh, it can only go uphill from here, right? 
Well, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> it man. is gorgeous. And, and our listeners should come by. Look at that spread of food over there. Uh, we are going to talk to Dr. Uh, Johnson uh, throughout the show, really, but coming up here in a little bit. And uh, his mom has been in the catering biz for 20 <laughs> years. And uh, so they, they've, let's just say they've got a nice spread. Yeah. They've got a nice, nice spread over there. Sandwiches. I'm, I'm told the, the crab dip is the item to uh, maybe go for first. We got and, fresh um, fruit over there. Yeah. Oh, so man. so life is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Life is good. So they're making a big deal out of it. Uh, so are we. We have jazz gear, of course. Uh, but our friend Johnny Lightfoot has really stepped up the gear game today, uh, Gordon. Because uh, we have we have a ton of shirts, and those are awesome. We have a few hats, awesome. But we do have jerseys. Jerseys to give away. I'm looking right at them. Are they new jerseys? Oh, jeez. I think they are. They are new. Yeah. Not the not the state. <laughs> but, yes, they are new. So come on by and, and check this out and, and grab yourself some jazz gear and have a sandwich. Uh, but uh, 2505 East, 3300 South. Uh, very easy to get to. Uh, and then we'll talk about all the great services uh, that they have here uh, throughout the show. But uh, we're happy to be here and uh, and help get the word out on De-, De Numero Uno. Yes, it is the launch. The launch. Yeah. Hey, we're right here by the fireplace. This is a nice office. This is beautiful, it's very man. very comfortable. Just come, come in and hang out with us. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and find out what they're, what they're all about. Uh, we have lots to get to on the show today, Gordon. I know you're, you're eager. You know I can't hear anybody say the word anxious uh, anymore without thinking of you and correcting. Like, can't go, boy, I'm anxious to get to the playoffs for the Jazz. It just bugs me. Well, you could be anxious, but but no, I'm not saying meaning. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that a lot of people do that, and now every time I, I it stands out to me. Well, anxious would imply anxiety, right? If you're eager, eager is the correct word. No, but so. now I I can't have it, it, it's like. When Hans, uh, watching a football game with Hans and you watch the line play, and then all of a sudden you can't watch anything else. You know, it, it, all of a sudden, anytime any, anybody says, well, I'm anxious for that to happen, I think to myself, well, that's the wrong word. Thanks a lot, Gordon. Uh, but uh, Didn't mean to ruin your day. I mean, geez, eager, eager. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, what happened last night in the NBA playoffs. Uh, I think it was good news for the for the Utah Jazz, but uh, we will uh, we will dive into that. We will. I, 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 Gordon's got this look on his uh, look on his face. No, right I just don't want to blow right through the T's. I'm, okay, you know, I'm, 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 I'm revving my engine, but you, I'm holding back. You, you know? just you look like you're up to something. That's all. Uh, Don, you know, when, I, when I went to drag racing school, you know, we we went into the staging area, you know, and we'd burn out the the big balloon tires in the back, and then you would just Edge up, edge up, and get up there on the line and wait for the Christmas tree to go, and then, boom. yeah. When you didn't do that, yeah. Uh, I, what do you mean? I did do that. Drag racing school. You know, I went to drag racing school, didn't you? Working on a, an assignment. Yes, I yeah, I did when I was working for a paper in L.A. They. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I would qualify that as. Of drag racing school, per it, se. Well, it was a drag racing. I, I went for two days. I went for two, and I got the degree and everything. They presented me with a graduate certificate. It sounds more like a, a dog and pony show to entertain a reporter for good press than it does. 
<laughs> any sort of uh, no, any was, sort of actual. It was, uh, no, it was all school. real. It was the real deal, man. I was in that rail, you know, was, uh, uh, burning through the quarter mile and about uh, what was it? I can't remember. But it was fast, uh, zero to sixty in like one second. So uh, you're every bit of a of a drag racer as I would be a bobsledder because when I worked at a hotel, uh, the Utah Winter Sports Park uh, brought us up and let us do a free run on the bobsled thing. What are you talking about? So, I got like, the certificate. I graduated from the school. I I, I was an official graduate, and and uh, yeah, I mean the whole deal. Everything that all the students went through, I went through. They printed you a certificate, huh? Yeah, and I, wow. only, I only slid out once. I almost, you know, I, it, was, it was a little hairy there for a second. But I was, you know, I was, I was burning hard. You Jake, do you think they would waste money on all that ink to print him out a certificate if it wasn't real? I, I just think, like... I got you, the same certificate all the other students got. You, you give me about five of three us. minutes, and I'll have a certificate ready to roll for you, <laughs> oh, given God. given Not printer true. access. You Not know, true. Because there's this thing no. called the called the Internet out there that... Uh, well, well, good, good. I'm glad. Not I'm glad true. you made it through. Uh, speed true. Racer. It was all legit, man. I, I was a brother in speed. You know, I don't think uh, if you're writing about the thing, you know, I don't think they're going to fail you. The fu- yeah, well, <laughs> that's a good point. However, I mean, I, there was no reason to fail me. And when the when the uh, t- the LA Times photographer came out to take my picture in the in the in the dragster, I, I told him I said, "Man, make me look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, will you?" And it, I mean, the picture made me look like I was scared to death. Good. I'm glad you you really accomplished something there, didn't you? <laughs> if you don't believe me, I'll show you. No, no, no. I I, I believe you. Okay. I just think it's it's funny that you're kind of legitimizing it as like an accomplishment it, well, of was, some sort. It you know, was. Like, it was. <laughs> can you imagine failing the reporter? <laughs> <laughs> we know you're going to write the big long feature on us. So, but you know what? You failed. No. 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 You're going to print out a certificate and make him feel good about himself. Of course, that's what you're going to do. Hey, no. I mean, I was right there in the middle of the pack. I, I mean, there were some serious, serious uh, race students there, and I and I, I I held my own. Hey, you either do it or you don't. There's no way of faking it. I saw the speed. What do you think they were working the clock? Bumping it oh, up a little it would bit. not surprise me one bit. <laughs> working the clock, of course. They're like, well, you're really good at this. Um, parachute blowing out the back, the whole thing. All right. Uh, should we should we dive into yeah. the sports of the day? Should mm-hmm. we get into uh, to the Jazz and their uh, potential opponent? I think we should. All right, Austin, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Honestly, I haven't had that conversation as far as a lot of minutes. Um, I would like to think so. I don't know. Um, and either way, it's, it's what's best interest, not just for the team, but for myself, because I don't want to go out there and, you know, go out there full bore and then hurt it again. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is the playoffs and you got to go out there and you got to compete and got to be ready. And I think my teammates understand that. My coaches understand that. I understand that. Uh, but just going out there and just doing, doing what I can, you know, I think the biggest thing is trying to see how I respond after practice today, next practice. And then when you get to game one, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, 
go time. Um, so I wouldn't, I haven't had that conversation to give you say, yeah, I'm ready to play 48. I mean, I feel like I'm ready to play 48, but at the end of the day, you gotta be smart as well. Uh, because you can go out there and, and re-injure it as well. We saw that happen with, um, a few guys can go out there and, and re-injure yourself and you don't want that either. Cause then you're out for an extended period of time as well. There Gordon, are you happy? You've been, uh, you've been so eager, actually a little anxious mind you, to get an update about Donovan Mitchell. We got an update. He practiced today. Um, he uh, spoke publicly, uh, indicated that the injury um, might have been a little bit more serious than, uh, than uh, was let on, um, but, uh, but is going to be back for the playoffs. I mean, yes, he good is. news. So now you go through that kind of tricky stage, and Donovan mentioned it there, where you're, you're eager to get back, and I'm sure all the, all the medical people are – advising him and telling him what to do and what to avoid. But, you know, it's, it's like those early stages are a little bit frightening, I'm sure, for Donovan. How much how much can he work the ankle? Uh, should he go full bore? Should he back off? Or does that make it worse? Uh, and is there a, uh, a danger period early on uh, of, of re-injury? And, you know, obviously the Jazz, it's the last thing they want. Right. So, and they, it seems to me they've been cautious with this thing all the way through. I'm sure that will continue because, like we've talked about many times, the Jazz really don't stand a chance without them. So, so I do mean, you think he can turn the motor on completely? Because, uh, because that's what he plays. And isn't the cliche that if you back off a little bit, you're more likely to injure something? Isn't that what everyone always says? Uh, yeah, I have no idea if that's true or not. But what what is it that uh, that Joe Ingles said yesterday? What was his quote? Uh, it's impossible to get into Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's head. I don't know. I would guess he hits the ground running, but yeah. I'm not sure. All right. Well, we'll see. So what would have been bad news is if he hadn't practiced because then that would have meant he probably wouldn't play. So there you go. Well, yeah, and that's the luxury that this uh, this week off has given them. They're having some practice time, and they can, you know, work Donovan in, and uh, before you know the games really count. So that's uh, that certainly is good news. Well, just because he hasn't been practicing well with the team doesn't mean he hasn't been on the court working, you know. And uh, so, uh, so the, yeah, I'm sure he's been testing that ankle all along, and the doctors have been keeping a real close eye on it. Well, what's that? What was the other Joe Ingles quote from yesterday? Do you get rusty in your writing after a week off? <laughs> he didn't say it to me. No, but the, he did say that. It was good for a chuckle. Are you, after one of your many uh, sabbaticals, uh, able to just jump right back into the writing, or do you yeah. feel like you're rusty? No, not rusty at all. But, you know, uh, what I do for a living doesn't include a whole lot of strenuous activity. <laughs> No, it from does a, not. No, that is true. It's a, from a physical standpoint. Yeah. All right. Well, we are also one step closer into finding out who exactly the Jazz are going to play. After last night's playing games in the Western Conference, the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 196. And in a really a, a thriller, the Lakers beat the Warriors 103 to 100. LeBron hit a big shot that ended up being Unbelievable the game shot. winner. Yeah. There's some theatrics in there, oh, LeBron style. He's such a drama guy. <laughs> he, is, he always has I mean, been. I, I know, I know, but he's such a big, strong guy. Yeah, I think maybe our expectations for him is that if he gets slapped in the face, he doesn't roll around on the court for the next uh, five or ten minutes. I just think, I don't, I don't know, because LeBron, I – I think LeBron's kind of a performer, 
and it's it is about the drama. Yeah. Right. It is yeah. about the. You know the the I was seeing three baskets out there. It was it, it, it's it's almost one. it's almost like he's he's acting for the documentary that's coming out <laughs> in ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could hear the commentator say, you know, like, and LeBron, <laughs> LeBron was hit in the eye so hard he said he could see three baskets. Yet heroically. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the middle one and game over. You know, it just our it, hero. But he's always been he's always been that way. Yeah, he just, he's I always, mean, I didn't it, it, uh, look. I don't like to to actually make fun of people when they get hurt on the court. But based on what we saw, I mean, it just it looked like a little much. You know. Laying it on a little thick, yeah. And then, and then it medic, bring me the, <laughs> the eye drops. <laughs> so he's getting the eye treatment over there while his team. And that's, that's the and thing. And then is, he comes out and hits the game winner. It's just, it, you know, it, it all fits together. It does. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it seems it, you don't want to laugh at somebody for being no, hurt. You really no, don't. But, no. but he, he does. And he lays it on so thick. And he is also the boy who cried wolf. Because there are only so many times that you can go down and act like your career's over. <laughs> only to get back up and hit the game-winning shot. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like a tank heading down the road and like a Yugo pulls in front of it and bumps into it for a minute. And the tank rolls over and st- <laughs> it's just, no, it's just, uh, so our expectation on top of the drama makes the drama that much more melodramatic. And it's it's just different. Like, I, I mean, you know, Kobe's story ended like it did, so everything he did in his career is is going to be, you know, feel legendary or whatever. But you remember when he uh, tore his Achilles tendon and still shot the free throws, you know? Yeah. It, it's just different. Different people handle that sort of thing differently, I suppose. But uh, it is it is theater. Drama. Uh, LeBron is a drama queen. He, he is. He is. He definitely is. But, man, is he just a great player or he, what? He's unbelievable. He, he hits a game winner. That shot, What he could take that shot 50 times. He'd probably make it three. I know. You, that's the shot you want him to take. Yeah. Yeah, you give him Off those. Off balance, fading to his right uh, from, what, 26 feet? Pretty amazing. Yeah. And now uh, set, that sets up Friday's matchup between the Warriors and the Grizzlies, a game you and I both probably anticipate Golden State winning. I would imagine, but, you're not, but you know, yeah, you never know. I, mean, I thought San Antonio put up a better fight to uh, the Grizz than, than I thought it, uh, the Spurs would. So you're never quite sure in a one-game thing. No, you're never. Uh, but Golden State is playing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, right now, so uh, and I think the Jazz will uh, should beat the Warriors. They certainly would beat the the Grizzlies, I would imagine. But I I certainly would pick the Jazz in that uh, playoff matchup. Yeah, I would as well. But again, uh, it's playoff basketball, and when you have a great player like Steph, you know it's so interesting to watch the Lakers focus on Steph and do everything they can to take him out of the action, and yet he still finds a way. But it's almost as though you feel like Steph could make every shot, and you, f- you feel like he should take every shot. But on that team, he should. Take he's every a human shot. being. He can't. He just can't do that, and uh, stay upright. So, 
Yeah, I it was it was kind of a weird twist of irony that it was LeBron who hit the fantastic uh, three point shot to win the game instead of Steph, who uh, has made a living on that sort of thing. I just don't think that the Golden State Warriors have enough offensively to beat the Utah Jazz in a seven game series. They just don't. I mean, Steph could score fifty a night. Where's that other hundred and ten hundred or excuse me, uh, sixty or seventy points coming from? Because yeah. they just don't have a whole lot of firepower. Well, you see, Steph, I mean, they had a lot of turnovers, too. I mean, those turnovers killed them. Just killed them. And Draymond is so – I mean, he's such a good player in so many ways. But he really when, – when when the guys on the broadcast said he's a great decision maker, I almost fell out of my chair because he is, but he isn't. You know, he he, 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 he makes a lot of mis- – he, he does what Quinn Snyder says not to do. Throw it where they, where the the guy isn't there. Yeah, and uh, a lot of mistakes last night for the for the Warriors, but uh, still a fantastic game, a game that could have gone either way, and I imagine most Jazz fans were rooting for the Lakers to win. That was still maybe my very favorite Quinn Snyder quote of all time. Yeah, don't throw that pass. There's a guy there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Uh, but Draymond does make a lot of plays, too. It's, it's that, that old give and take. And they need him to have the ball in his hands a lot because they just don't have a lot of good players. Right. I mean, Golden State, they, they're just shorthanded. Well, I mean, how many times? And there were some good shots made last night by the supporting cast. But there were a lot of fantastic opportunities. I, as I'm watching that, I'm thinking, if Steph were on the Jazz – can you imagine what their shooting percentage from three would be? Because everybody would be crowding him, leaving everybody else wide open. Yep. He was six of nine from three last night, by the way. Should have taken 15 of them, right? That's, uh, that's, what, uh, that's what Quinn Snyder would be telling him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. The, the Warriors-Grizzlies uh, will happen on uh, Friday, and then the winner of that game will take on the Utah Jazz in game number one on sa- uh, Sunday night. Tip-off uh, will be at 7.30. So much for your afternoon game, huh? I was hoping. And the Wednesday game, the following game, is at 8 p.m. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the playoffs. Get, yeah. get, get ready for a lot of those. It just, you know, the, uh, I had this discussion with somebody. We don't need to get bogged down in this, but that the mountain time zone is the worst time zone for sports because you're out west, back west, whatever it is, out west. Another thing you've got into my brain where they want to put you on late, but you're not quite far enough west (laughs) where it's, uh, you know, anyway. Especially for those college football games that start at 830. I mean, that that should be criminal. And why are there three days between game one and game two? TV. Yeah, I know. Television. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get Dr. Johnson over here. Come on, uh, come on over. Throw on this headset. We are we are live today. We're excited about this. It's their uh, it's their first day. We're part of the grand opening, Gordon. We're here day number one. Yes. Uh, and we- Dr. Johnson's been doctoring for years and years now. It's not his first day, but it's his first day in this office. Uh, right. Uh, right. And, uh, okay, so we're here at Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. And Dr. Johnson is ju- uh, jumping on with us now. First of all, congratulations. This is great. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, it's fun to be out here on, on the grand opening. Love the – it's all catered. Look at <laughs> Mama, Mama's talented. 
Yes, she is. I, I almost fired her because she's getting the food here late, but, you know, you can't really fire your mother. <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, that would, that would be a bad move yeah. uh, on a number of different levels. But uh, let's, uh, you know, we're going to talk to you uh, quite a bit throughout the show, but let's kind of start with, you know, your background, what you're all about, you know, how this, uh, how this uh, culminated in uh, today's opening. Yeah, so I'm a facial plastic surgeon, and I had a practice here, but then I sold it and moved to Beverly Hills. I practiced <laughs> in Beverly Hills for a little while, but... Really didn't like it just because, to be honest with you, the people are crazy in California, <laughs> requesting all sorts of crazy things. I'm so, sure. So, so I set up a medical spa consulting firm, which I help people set up medical spas. Came back, and then one of my good friends here, <clears throat> you know, had some dealings with uh, some other people that were doing the erectile dysfunction. He's like, you should take a look into this. And one of my main jobs, I'm a consultant for several laser companies. I've helped develop several lasers. So I did some research, talked to them, and they were like, yeah, you, should, you know, you could get a hold of our equipment and make some changes and make it more effective. So we decided to do, go ahead and do it. So we got brand new technology, best in the business, and changed the protocols around so they're more effective because I thought through all the – one of those weird – physicians who doesn't like to just do the status quo. I like to tinker. <laughs> so I'm in there tinkering and came up with some really great protocols that are more effective. And so we decided to get going and we're going to be a training center for all the physicians. As oh, well. wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. And, and that's, that's really cool that uh, you kind of are a tinkerer because they're, uh, you know, this is a great new treatment of an old problem that is so significantly better than the alternatives that have been around for years. Yeah. And it's really interesting. You know, <clears throat> part of the problem is as you get eight, as you get older, your blood vessels don't work. So that's really the main problem with erectile dysfunction is loss of blood vessels. And so there's not really great treatments. The pills serve really only to help if you have blood vessels that can function. Right. So there's a lot of people that don't even have enough blood vessels to have a functional erection. So the, this actually grows new blood vessels. This is what the technology does. And it's been on the market in terms of like growing new blood vessels for several years and other things. But then they were like, well, maybe we should apply this to this particular problem. And sure enough, they found that it works very well. It's very effective. So what's the, the best way to get the ball rolling? Just give you guys a call and get yeah, on the schedule? Call at uh, 86, or eight, what is our number? 385-360-WAVE. Uh, oh, I got yeah, it well, right here. I never really called myself. So. Yeah, it doesn't happen all that often. It, it is day one, in all yes, fairness. Yes. You know, it is the first day. But that number again, 385-360-WAVE. Call and make yeah. an appointment, right? Yeah, or they can go on the website. You can, you can book appointments on the website as well. We have that functionality. So, Real quick, is it a complicated process, or is it, this pretty simple? It's not complicated. You know, we've gotten the protocols down so that it's very simple for the patient. And it takes about 30 minutes, you know, so you can do it during lunchtime. There's not really any recovery, and almost everyone can benefit from it. Well, Dr. Johnson, thank you for having us out. We appreciate it. Look forward to catching up with you throughout the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. All Have right. some food, my mom. There's, there is a ton of food here. There is a lot. Of I, I mean, our listeners need to come get some of this food. We can't eat all this. And grab some jazz gear while you're here, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. we have a lot of great stuff. All right, thank you very much, okay, Doctor. Thank you so much. All right, we'll have uh, more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point bell. bell.
Big news of the day, Donovan Mitchell participated in practice and said he expects to be a go on Sunday when the Jazz begin their playoff run. Here is Joe Ingles giving his thoughts on having a few days off. Last year is last year. Uh, I know mentally and, and physically, I think we're ready this year. We've embraced and, and probably kind of taken off a little bit on the way we've we've wanted to play and, and really taken off with the style and the, the, the threes and, and playing defense and, and kind of doing what we, we always kind of thought this, this group could do. So it's a, obviously it's exciting, but we've kind of, I guess, like kind of ticked off the box of, of playing the regular season now and now it's onto the, the playoffs. We don't know who the Jazz will play on Sunday. Uh, we know who they will not. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Spurs in their play-in uh, game last night, 196. The Lakers beat the Warriors in the other play-in game, 103-100. to That means the Jazz will play the winner of the Warriors and the Grizzlies, uh, which will go down on uh, Friday night. This uh, bottom of the hour jazz update brought to you by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Now here we go. The regular season is over. And the top-seeded Utah Jazz are set to make their NBA playoff run. Hear every second of every moment of Jazz playoff basketball. Right here on your exclusive home of the Utah Jazz. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. today 311 they announced their live from the ride tour coming to usana amphitheater on october 5th tickets go on sale tomorrow at livenation.concerts.com i've uh, my group of friends we're already planning uh ongoing i will be buying tickets tomorrow you really like them huh love 311 i've seen them a ton of times they're a great live band but uh, uh Three or four buddies of mine. Uh, we're all uh, fans, so we all go when they come to town. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, so that's uh, awesome. Uh, check that out, livenation.concerts.com. Gordon, uh, we are broadcasting live today. We're having a great, uh, great time here at Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. They've got the sandwiches, the dip, cookies, drinks. Uh, we've got jazz gear for you. Just come on by and, uh, and say hello. Uh, put your uh, head in the door and... Uh, see what they're all about. Uh, this is day number one. This is their grand opening. It is. I'm impressed by what I see here, man. It's cool. You know? And uh, Dr. Johnson's awesome. So yeah. come say hi. Very, very uh, you know, trained. Uh, today, uh, Gordon, uh, the Pac-12 announced uh, their financials. I saw that. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't need to get too into the weeds in, uh, on this, but I do think it is, uh, it is interesting. Uh, they had a total revenue of $534 million. Uh, their distributions were $403 million, uh, representing an average of $33.6 million uh, per member university. The year-on-year increase in distributions 
uh, and uh, revenue is one and four percent respectively. So they uh, they went up one percent, which I suppose is good given the circumstances. No kidding. Yeah. So uh, the there you go. The release in the the financials up a little bit. It's still amazing when I see this that you know they make five hundred and thirty four million and only distribute four hundred and three. Well, you got to have a little sum for the effort. Well, I think uh, you would find a lot of that goes to the (laughs) network that they're trying to prop up. Uh, Ah, okay. And, of course, administrative costs. And, you know, Lord knows how much Lair Bear was putting in his pocket (laughs) under the table, you know. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, But uh, still, the Pac-12... uh, the Pac-12, you look at that $33 million, but still significantly behind uh, other leagues when it comes to distribution. Not necessarily when it comes to revenue, but when it comes to distribution. And that, of course, uh, brings us back to the crux of you know, what um, uh, uh, turned out to be a bad decision it was not to bring networks in as a partner yes. uh, for the Pac-12 network. And everybody's well aware, and that's why uh, there's a new commissioner, a new sheriff in town. Well, I don't know if it was that reason entirely. Well, but yeah, I mean, there, yeah, that's the problem. There were many reasons. <laughs> I don't know if that was that was the uh, entire story, uh, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, that's something that they're going to have to address going forward. I I I'm really fascinated to see um, what the new commissioner decides to do and how he parts from the ways that uh, the things have been done. Well. I think he has made a study already of what has gone wrong. And uh, they are going to be eagerly engaged in getting certain things fixed. Namely, starting with the network. With the network and getting doing what they can to prop up football in the conference. You've heard uh, George talk about uh, the expansion of the college football playoff. And obviously the Pac-12 would benefit from that. Yeah, that seems to be one of the things he really wants to advocate for. I just don't know mu- how much he could really do. Well, you know, uh, he's he's one of the powers that be in college football, so he'll he has a seat at the table. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like he's making the decision. I I would guess that most conference commissioners at this point would be in favor of it, right? Uh, well, it makes sense. Well, so so who's holding it up? Well, it's, uh, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. If there's money to be made for everyone, it, it, it's one of those mysteries because that's what motiv- usually motivates people. If it's good for football, it's good for the fans, it's good for the conferences, uh, it's good for the teams, it's good for the players, and you make money doing it, why the heck don't you do it? Well, you know, you don't want to further exploit those student-athletes, do you? <laughs> the student-athletes you, you don't want, want to, to be exploited in, in, as far as opportunity goes for them. So it's, it's willful exploitation then? Well, I mean, it makes what they do more fun. <laughs> no, but at some point you actually, uh, to salvage a serious uh, thought here for a second, at some point you really do have to consider how many games you're assigning these athletes up for. Yeah, I think you do. I mean, if not for, I mean, health and safety reasons, if not anything else. You mean like academic reasons? Well, I think academic reasons are in there. It should be, right? I don't think a couple of extra games to crown a champion is going, anybody's really going to mind that. Well, you're not the one playing it. Uh, I know, but you ask the players. 
And they, I, they would I, all say, yeah, let's do it. Would they? I, I'll bet they would. You don't think so? Well, I don't know. You don't think but, player, but, players uh, in the Pac-12, if you put it to a vote, hey, fellas, we're going to expand the college football playoff, and we're going to include every conference champion, every Power Five conference champion. What do you say? Well, well and, then, and, and then the players say, well, let's see. When was the last time a Pac-12 team made it into the four-team playoff? Oh, yeah, it's been forever. Yeah, let's do it. I just think at what point do you start thinking uh, for – the athlete safety. Yeah, but it's Jake. You were okay. We're talking about a handful of teams playing how many games? I mean, if you stick with a twelve-game schedule, then a conference championship—that's thirteen, and then three rounds of playoffs—is that what it would be? Well, I mean, now you're at sixteen games. Well, they can handle that. And it says you, and it's such a few number. The number is small. Okay. Few people are oh, so, so right. Okay. So you think that if you talk to a bunch of football players in the locker room, hey, fellas, you're going to have to work a couple extra weeks. But you have a shot at the championship. Do you do it? After all the effort and, and, and uh, significance they put into their game, their sport, they're going to agree to that in a heartbeat. Real quick. And be happy about it. And like it. So you're fine with volunteering players to, to play more games because it's a concept that you're in favor of. Put it to a vote And to that, them. that players are being exploited unless it's a concept that you're in favor of. Put it to a vote to them. Why? And let's see what happens. Let them have a say. What do you mean, why? I'm saying why. Because let them have a say. And I'll bet you they vote for it. Hmm. You don't think so? I don't think it matters. Well, I mean, if it did... And it should. They would vote for it. I'm almost positive of that. I'll bet you an incriminating uh, uh, audio on it. How would we resolve the answer to that question? I don't know. Are you, are you, too, are you turning that, into a pollster now? That's how sure I am. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What, what, I, I well, don't. Have them play 20 games. Who cares? No, that's different. Oh, so now that's too much. So now yeah. where, well, where's, the, draw, where, where's the line you, then? You've got to draw the line somewhere, Jake. So 16, fine, 20, not. 20 is a little much. So <laughs> where's this arbitrary line then? 18? How are you feeling about 17? <laughs> Ask the guys in the, in, the, in the FCS. They've been doing it for years. I know, but they play fewer regular season games. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you, they would be for it. So? So, if they want to do it, yeah, do it. It's not like, it's not like a bunch of guys in the back room with, biz, with uh, Italian suits on. You're sitting around going, okay, how can we make more money? And the players will hate this, but let's do it anyway so we can make more money. No, the players want it too. Everybody wants it. The fans want it? I don't think I've ever heard one college football player advocate for a bigger playoff. I bet you they would. I, I mean, they want opportunity. That's what they want. They get plenty of opportunity. No, they don't. What do you mean, no, they it's, don't? It's limited to four teams. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Their spring LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. That's Davis 
Vision. We are live today from Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. We have jazz gear to give away, including jerseys, by the way. So get down here quick while that lasts. But we have a ton of T-shirts, hats, uh, the food. We've got sandwiches, uh, the crab dip, which I'm, I'm certainly going to try. Uh, in fact, maybe I'll do that this break. I can't believe that food. It looks good, doesn't it? Our listeners, come on in here and get some of this food. Grab some food. I mean, that looks like gourmet stuff. Stay tuned. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live today, Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. It's their grand opening. You can call and get on the schedule. Uh, come in and uh, find out if they can help you with your ED. 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. Would encourage you to come by, though, because I just had one of the sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, the crab dip is as good as advertised, by yeah. the way. But uh, one heck of a sandwich. That was delicious. That's good stuff over there. And, you know, we've had a chance to mingle a little bit with uh, the good doctor and the folks here. And I'll tell you, this uh, this is a, a first-rate kind of situation here. I, I think our – you know, we've talked enough about this, Jake, to know that some some guys are a little uncomfortable or shy about this kind of thing. But, man, I'll tell you, it seems like the reward would be well worth any kind of uh, – and the way they treat you here is – it's not like – I mean, it's very discreet and it's very professional. Uh, real quick, uh, and we'll talk to Dr. Johnson coming up here momentarily. We've got uh, what's going on coming up next. But just uh, keeping a look on the PGA uh, Championship leaderboard. How's board. our boy Anthony doing? Plus one uh, through 12. So in the leaders right now, there's a group of leaders at three under par, including, including Keegan Bradley, Brooks Kepka at, uh, at three under. Uh, as well. Brooks is the one that nobody likes, right? <laughs> Brooks is the one that everybody dislikes, right? Brooks Kepka. Who's the one that everybody hates? Uh, Patrick, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, that's right. Patrick Reed is the one everybody hates. <laughs> Why'd you bring that up? I don't know. I thought it was Brooks Kepka for some reason. But Kepka, he's, he's quite good. 300 par. So for This course looks, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe these guys will, will, will bite into it. But it sure seems to me like that's going to be a, a good uh, test of golf as they say uh spieth is it even uh dustin johnson plus two through nine uh we'll keep uh, we'll keep an eye on the leaderboard and brian taylor bt i believe will join us today at 5 30 yeah. so stay tuned we'll get a uh kind of a recap as everything will be in the books uh, by then so stay tuned bt at 5.30. We've got what's going on coming up next, but right now, throw on that headset, sir. Uh, our friend Dr. Johnson is jumping on with us from Premier Wave Therapy. Come by and see us, 2505 East, 3300 South. Uh, do it for the sandwich uh, alone. That was delicious. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's so good, and the crab dip is, is as good as that. Yeah, it's one of my mom's specialties, so got to throw a shout-out to her for that. She knows what she's doing. She Doc. Does. I don't want to. I don't want to chester this up or anything Uh-oh. in any way. But uh, Dr. Johnson 
Johnson. Yes. Aid repair. What, what would you say? The Johnson Johnson <laughs> treatments. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it works. Oh man, it, it does. Thank you, Gordon. <laughs> you should. Gordon should get into marketing. <laughs> <laughs> or not, uh, but no, you're helping a lot of a lot of guys out there with a with a problem that is is much more common than you might think. It's so prevalent, you know. It actually starts younger than you think. So, at the age of 30, nearly 25 percent of men are starting to have some time some type of erectile dysfunction, and then when you get to 40, it's about 35 percent. So 25, 35, and then it goes up to 50 percent at age 50, 60 percent at age 60, 70 percent at age 70, and so on. So it's out there, and the, the other options um, have, are not really terrific. Yeah, you can, you know, the main options are to get an injection, if that works. You can get a penile implant, you know, which is a heavy-duty surgery. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but it's crazy invasive. And then there's the, the little blue pills, but the problem is the little blue pills don't always work because you need blood vessels for them to work. And all, what they basically do is there's this enzyme, so... You have nitrous oxide, which is a substance secreted by the blood vessels. It causes the relaxation of the muscle, which lets blood flow come in. And so what, nitri- what Cialis and Viagra do is they block the enzyme that breaks that down. So it lets it hang around more so the blood vessels can fill up. But if you don't have any blood vessels, then it's not going to do any good. And this erectile dysfunction treatment actually was first started on people who had no response to the pills. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's when they first started researching it and... They had phenomenal results. So, what kind of success are you looking at, Doc? Well, about you get about a ninety percent success rate. So, the way you do it is you assess how much erectile dysfunction you have. So, there's a score. It's called the EEIF2. It's an international score, and it asks you five different questions, and then you score it. And if you score from zero to seven, you have severe erectile dysfunction. Seven to twelve is moderate. Twelve to fifteen is mild or mild to moderate, 15 to 18 is mild, and then 18, 19, 20 to 25 is no erectile dysfunction. And so you get a six to seven uh, step increase with just one series of treatments, so, which is pretty significant. So you have someone who can't get an erection at all, even with pills, you can get them to have an erection with pills. So they have to go from nothing. And you have people around pills to off pills. You know, people are having some mild moderate problems to completely back to normal. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the number to call, uh, 385-360-WAVE, uh, 385-360-9283. Get on the schedule and, and come find out if this is a fit, right? Yep, correct. So we'll do a nice screening and go through all your medical history, make sure you're the appropriate candidate. But the vast majority of men are. There's a few things you can't, you know, if you've had like surgery and the nervous cut, then it's not going to be really any benefit. But the vast majority, it does benefit. All right. That number again, 385-360-WAVE. Thank you very much, Doctor. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Well, what's going on? Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.